0: Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Mai Ying from Mix in the Dark. I wanted to take a few minutes to welcome you to my very first podcast episode. I spent an entire summer searching and listening for scary stories that are from real experiences. And now with permission from the owners of the stories, I'm able to share that with you. Now, my podcast is based on true scary stories. Most of the stories are from the Hmong community told in English. It is my hope that these stories are also shared with others who may or may not necessarily be from the Hmong culture or understand the Hmong culture. Because these stories allude to Hmong superstitions and the spirit realm, Some of the podcast episodes are educational and may give cultural background for context. I've had lots of support from people that I really care about, so shoutouts to my friends and family for encouraging and cheering me on to make this happen. Please feel free to send me a message. I ask that you respect the stories shared with you and refrain from any inappropriate comments, behaviors, etc. I think you get the drill. I welcome discussions, questions, and especially scary stories. Enjoy! My Aunt the Lingering Spirit I used to live in a duplex home in Wisconsin back in 1998. My family lived on the first floor, while my aunt and uncle lived on the second floor. Our entrance to the first floor was through the front door, while my aunt and uncle's entrance to upstairs was through a separate back door. We shared a basement that had separate doors accessing it, so in total there were three different floors. I remember the house having this blue tinted lighting that always made it feel dark. Not to mention that there were always crows flying around during the morning time and bats at night. Before going on, I want to let you know that because I was still young, I only vaguely remember the incident and had to piece together missing memories through my parents, the elders, and any rumors I heard while at family gatherings. I was around seven years old at the time. I lived with my parents and five siblings. My aunt and uncle lived on the second floor by themselves. They did not have any children. It was a regular evening on a weekday. For whatever reason, I decided to go upstairs to see my aunt and uncle. Because we were a family, we often left our doors unlocked so that we could visit each other. I got to their living space and noticed that my uncle's bedroom door was open. Me, being my seven-year-old curious self, decided to go see if they were in there. They were. I didn't think too much of it and went back downstairs. The rest of the night seemed normal. The next morning, I walked to school with my siblings. The day was pretty much like any other day, until we got back home. As we walked toward the house, I noticed lots of cars parked around our block on the streets. I recognized some of the cars belonging to relatives. I saw my dad was outside in the front yard, next to the streets. It seemed like he was giving directions to our house on the phone to people. As we walked to my dad, I asked him what was going on. He explained that my aunt had hung herself down in the basement. My uncle noticed that my aunt did not come back home yesterday night. He tried to look for her, but eventually stopped, thinking that she probably just ran away to a friend's or relative's house because they got into an argument the night before. My aunt was frail, short, thin, and had long black hair. I don't remember much about her other than she was quiet. My mom mentioned that my uncle's family never really liked my aunt because, well, she was young and ran away from home to be with my uncle. My grandma said that when they discovered her body, her tongue was sticking out and her skin was a pale, dark, bluish color. The most sad part was that she dressed herself in traditional Hmong clothing before committing to go. Culturally, when someone is close to death, the family will dress the person in their own clothes given to them on their wedding day to send them on their journey. And we also didn't have large ropes around our house. My aunt used the rope from our snow sled to hang herself. To think about it scares me. I'm not sure who discovered her body, but it had already been removed from downstairs by the time we got home. Skip to the weekends. This is when strange things started happening. In the Hmong culture, when a person passes, their family members come over to prepare for the funeral and keep the house warm with each other's presence. In Hmong, we call this event Jean mong." I remember holding my mom's hand in our kitchen. We were alone. Everyone else was upstairs in my aunt and uncle's complex. She was probably trying to find something for me to eat because I remember that the refrigerator door was open. From the kitchen, there was a short hallway that contained the door leading to the basement. You can see the door from where we were standing. The elders closed the door to the basement and put a towel in the cracks underneath the door. It's probably just a superstition, but my understanding is that they wanted to block anything evil that had happened down there from going through the door, and plus everyone visiting was terrified of the incident. I remember looking at some apples in the fridge. Suddenly, something just felt wrong. There were sudden loud bangs at the basement door, like someone was trying to kick it down. I think my mind blacked out here because the next events are spotty in my memories. My mom was no longer holding my hand. She was crouched over at the basement door, still closed, and was aggressively pulling the towel underneath the door. It looked like someone was on the other side of the door playing tug of war with her. I saw fear in her eyes as she tried to win the fight with whomever or whatever was behind that door. Her voice trembled as she yelled for it to stop and go away. She suddenly let out a loud, horrific scream as if she saw something. I was frozen still, not knowing what to do. Someone must have heard her screams because my relatives were now in the kitchen. They too tried to pull the towel from underneath the door, but with no success. My mind blacked out again. The next thing you know, the basement door was open. I saw the elders running up and down the basement stairs trying to investigate what had happened. My mom told me that she fainted from fear. She was carried by a few men outside to a car and the elders gathered my siblings and I and a separate car to drive to my grandma's house. That night they tied a red string around our necks to ward off evil and or anything that might have followed us from the house. After this incident, a shaman was called upon to investigate the situation spiritually. A shaman is a respected individual in the Hmong community that performs cultural rituals to heal a person or family. They can also connect to the spirit world to investigate paranormal happenings. My family led the shaman downstairs to the basement where my aunt had hung herself. The goal behind this ritual was to cleanse the area where my aunt's suicide took place, convince her to leave, and go into the next phase after death, whatever that may be. As he began this ritual, you can hear spiritual gongs, bells, chanting, and shaking in the basement. The sounds echoed through the entire house. And even though the house was filled with relatives and friends, Something about it just felt completely empty. The ritual took longer than it should and usually what that means is that the spirit is not cooperating. It must have been hours when the shaman finally came out of the basement and told the family that he couldn't do anything more. I believe that spirit was probably angry and unwilling to leave. Out of desperation, a local priest was called to attempt a cleanse and perform an exorcism on the house. I wasn't allowed downstairs, so I couldn't see or hear what was happening. But a few hours later, everyone came back upstairs. The priest also explained that he, too, could not do anything. Her funeral came shortly after. I heard from my parents that many strange things happened there. There were sightings of her around the funeral home by multiple family members. People claimed to have seen her eyes open while mourning by her casket. Unexplained events just kept happening. The elders never told us what kinds of unexplained events because they didn't want to scare us. People felt uncomfortable attending her funeral. Children were also not allowed to attend the funeral because these strange occurrences made it unsafe to be present. A few weeks later, we all moved out of the house. I had a relative, let's call her Grandma Nye. She had a talent for palm reading and was a shaman of the family. Grandma Nye read my aunt's palm once and told her that she was not going to live beyond the age of 25. Maybe it was just a pure coincidence or maybe she actually knew her craft. Whatever the case was, Grandma Nia predicted correctly and became particularly interested in the rope that my deceased aunt used to end her life. She cut a piece of that rope and kept it for herself to try to make it into some type of spiritual medicine. A few months later, Grandma Nia's husband started getting sick. The doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with him, even after countless visits and change of hospitals and clinics. So the family called a shaman for help. After the ritual, the shaman explained that he made contact with my deceased aunt and that my grandpa was sick because someone from his family stole a piece of my aunt's valuables. The piece of rope. My deceased aunt demanded that in order for my grandpa to get well, they must find it and send it to her spiritually. The shaman helped the family through the process by performing a ritual to connect with the spiritual world and sending that piece of rope back to her. After the ritual, they buried the piece of rope at her gravesite, and my grandpa got better. Just last year, I drove to our old house and saw that it was torn down. A new house was also built on top. Since 20 years ago, the whole neighborhood has changed. I never found out why my aunts committed suicide, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with my uncle's drug addiction and the negative family dynamic that was going on. I mean, even until this day, no one talks about it. I heard that my aunt still haunts my uncle, though. I don't know what really happened, but I hope my aunt's spirit will eventually rest.